Hey, this is Pastor Michael Alfaro from The Calling Church. I'm so excited that you're listening to our church podcast. I pray that it blesses you and encourages your faith. My message this morning is called Unlocking Joy. Unlocking Joy. Go ahead and write that down on the chat. Unlocking joy. Tell, say, say it to your, your, uh, whoever you're watching with right now, your husband, your wife. Unlocking joy. Uh, I don't know about you, but I had developed a pretty bad problem when I started driving. Come on, how many of you remember when you started driving? Uh, I got my driver's license in, uh, 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 in 2006. I'm dating myself. It's not that old, actually. You know, I, look, I still look pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm in my 30s. But I remember in 2006, I, I got my driver's license when I was 18 years old. And shout out to my Honda Accord. May you rest in peace. 1994 Honda Accord. I love you, even though you've been jacked like four times uh, <laughs> by joyriders. Uh, uh, that had nothing to do with my sermon, by the way. That's what they call it, joyriding. I don't know why they call it that, um, but uh, my car got jacked like four times. My 1994 Honda Accord. How many of you remember your 1994 uh, Honda, your bucket ride? You know what I'm saying? That place that just got you from A to B. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, since then, I've upgraded to a Civic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so anyway, I remember when I got my driver's license, uh, uh, I had this huge problem. All right. I had a, a, a consistent time losing my keys. I always lost my car keys and I love driving. I love my freedom. I love, I love, you know, going place to place and just having my freedom. But I, I just always lost my keys. All right. Uh, by the way, it's an estimated 20 million people every single year. All right. Uh, an estimated of 20 million people every single year lose their keys, their house keys, their car keys. So I'm not alone in this. You know, some of you have had this problem and still have this problem. All right. So growing up, I always lost my keys. And this, this kind of happened for five to 10 years, even going on dates with Kareen because I forgot my keys. We'd be stuck. You know what I'm saying? Or I'd be going to Target or Walmart. And by the time I came out, I'd be with my bags embarrassed in the middle of the grocery or or middle of the parking lot uh, because I don't know where my keys were. You know what I'm saying? And by the way, you don't want to be stuck in the hood of a Walmart parking lot. You know what I'm saying? It can be a little cray cray, especially when it's late at night. All right. So I had just had a hard time uh, forgetting my keys all the time. I'll never forget my, my mom. She, she revolutionized my life when she, she saw this issue I had forgetting my keys all the time. She, she bought me this little box, this black box called Hide a key. You know what I'm saying? How many of you guys remember hide a key? Go ahead and write hide a key on the chat right now. How many remember hide a key? They sell them at Home Depot. In case you have, uh, I forgot my key syndrome. All right. I lost my key syndrome. Um, my mom gave me this hide a key box. It was this little black magnetic box with a slide cover. And she said, you know, she said, you know, mijo, just put, put, a, put, a, put a spare key in this box and hide it somewhere within your car. And because it's magnetic, uh, it'll stick to anywhere in your car. So this thing revolutionized my life because every time I forgot my keys somewhere or I lost my keys somewhere, uh, I knew that I can go to my secret spot, uh, to my hide key within my car and find the spare key. Now, let me tell you, there's nothing more frustrating than losing your keys, especially when you got to go to appointment or you have just, you know, you're, you have a you know, schedule without your, throughout your day. There's nothing more frustrating than, than losing your keys. But I thank God that my mom had bought me 
this Heideki. I feel like a lot right now that we're going through in our life spiritually, I feel like joy has been like we've lost our keys. You know, just, just like I lost my keys all the time, I feel like for a lot of people right now, when it comes to joy, we're kind of like, where, where, did I leave my, where did I leave my joy? You know, what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Either we lost our joy or we've forgotten joy. Why? Because we're in the middle of a crisis. We, we've misplaced our joy. Our joy has been misplaced. And as we're in our Healthy Soul series, there's, there's as I'm gonna say there's nothing more, but it's significant that we have joy within our soul right now in the middle of a crisis and pandemic. Come on, y'all. And I wanna remind you where to find your joy at. So the title of my message is Unlocking Joy. And I wanna unpack this this morning because I wanna teach you how to unlock your joy in this season that we're in. God wants you to have joy deep down within your soul, baby. Come on. Come on, somebody. All right. Come on, boo-boo. All right. God wants you to have a smile on your face, not a frown all day long, not being grumpy, not just running rampant with your emotions. God wants you to find a hide. He wants to get you a hide a key for your joy and put it deep down within your soul so that Satan has no place to find it. Come on, y'all. So that if you forget it, you know where to go. All right. Which is his scripture, which is his presence to find joy in the season of your life. Let me just tell you really quickly that joy and happiness are not necessarily the same thing. Happiness is really dependent upon what's happening right now, your circumstances. Let me tell you, uh, 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 happiness is a, is a fleeing, fleet, uh, is a fleeting emotion, a fleeting feeling. All right. One minute we're happy. The next minute we're, we're not happy. You know, the next one moment we're smiling. The next moment, we're, we're not smiling anymore. But let me tell you, joy is much deeper, much more significant. It's a, it's a deeper virtue than happiness. Why? Because it's not based on our circumstances. It's an inward decision, a calm and a quiet, a poise within our soul that doesn't, doesn't regardless of our circumstances, it is there, all right? So I wanna, I wanna teach you a few uh, uh, points this morning to unlock joy in your life. Because I feel like for a lot of us, we've forgotten it because of this season. My first point this morning is that joy is not just a feeling, watch this, but joy is a focus. Right focus right now down in the chat. Joy is not just a a fleeting feeling. Joy is a focus. Come on, someone. It says this in Hebrews chapter 12, verse two. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Watch this now. Watch this. For the joy, who, and there's a comma there. Who, for the joy set before him, endured. Say endured, right? Endured. The joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Another version in Hebrew says, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you and I would be his. Now I feel like right now, a lot of us have misplaced joy in our life because we've become, watch this, unfocused. We've become unfocused because of the news. 
Because we have, our, we have our phones with us everywhere we go. And we, no matter what we're doing and news feeds pop up and social media pops up and, and, and Twitter. Oh, I can't even, don't get me. I deleted my Twitter a long time ago because I, I just think it's garbage to be honest with you. All right. Uh, we, we, we constantly get unfocused because of what's going on in the world. And because we're unfocused, we've lost our joy in our life. Because we've become unfocused, we've become frustrated, like losing our keys. We've become angry. We've become bitter, all right? We've become unfocused. And, and there's a deep sadness within our soul. Our, our soul is not fulfilled. Our soul feels so angry. Our soul feels so um, embittered. But this morning, God wants you to refocus, all right? I, 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 here's the thing about joy in the scripture that I just read about Hebrews chapter 12. Watch this, for the joy set before him. See, the thing about joy is no matter what you're going through right now, circumstantially, your situation, through crisis or no crisis, you can still have joy. But watch, watch, watch this, I want to break it down for you. Jesus says, uh, f- but for the joy that was set before him. So our joy, it's important to know that the eyes, the heart of our, our, our joy is not based just upon right now. It's based on our future. Watch this. Jesus was able to endure the cross because he knew the outcome. Oh, come on, somebody. He was able to, he, you know, let me tell you, the pain was, it was it's almost illogical, beyond belief, the amount of suffering and rejection that Jesus would go through. But I love that the scripture says this, but for the joy set before him. In other words, Jesus was not going through a good circumstance, but because he knew the reward at the end of the situation, it gave him joy to go through what he was going through. Come on, somebody. And right now, I know that sometimes we just, all we see is the moment. All we see is the right now. And, and therefore, we have no joy because we're constantly being inundated by and overwhelmed by information. But God wants you to see as a Christian, your future, boo-boo. Come on, somebody. You have a future. You're, just, you're not just anybody. You are a, a son and daughter of God most high. One day you're going to cross the finish line and receive the crown of life and receive the rewards that God has for you. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You are a citizen of heaven. Come on, y'all. All right. In other words, we have a future, you and I, that we will have eternal life forever as we have faith in this life. So therefore, watch this. We should have joy right now, no matter what we were going through, no, through this COVID situation. It should, give us, it should give us such joy, such calm. It should give us so inward peace right now, all right? Because of what we're going through right now, we should have such abundant joy. Jesus is not just our savior, but he's our example. And in this scripture, Hebrews chapter 12 He shows us by way of example of how we endure suffering. So we unlock joy when we focus. Come on, someone. When we focus on Christ, when we focus on the future of what he has for us, of every single promise that he said that is for us right now in the the midst. All right. Here's number two. The, The thing that unlocks joy in our life is that when we understand that there is a purpose in the pain. See, Jesus was able to endure the pain, the scourging, the, 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 uh, the, just the punishment, all right? The, the shame, 
He endured it uh, uh, because he, he obviously had joy. Uh, he knew the joy that was set before him. But um, because there was a purpose to it is what I'm trying to say. There was a purpose to the pain. Now, it's hard to face pain without a purpose. It's excruciating. It feels empty. It feels devoid. But, but it's, here's an example for us. We, there is a purpose to the pain. Jesus was able to face what he faced because he knew that once he faced what he did, that the whole world would have the opportunity for the forgiveness of sins. Come on. So he was able to endure it, all right, because there was a purpose to the pain. Let me tell someone right now, God will never waste a hurt in your life. So long as you invite him in the suffering and as you invite him in the pain, God will walk in the pain with you and help you endure the pain, all right? It's hard to face pain without purpose. But let me tell you, as a believer in Jesus Christ, God will never waste a hurt. God will never waste pain in our life. And a lot of times God can use the pain to shape our life and our future and our destiny, all right? I'll never forget a time when uh, the mo- one of the most significant times in my life is when uh, me and my wife were at Kaiser Baldwin Park uh, while my wife was in labor. Uh, I never seen my wife in such pain before. All right, uh, I, 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 she was uh, she was in labor and her you know the contractions. But my wife received the epidural and I remember seeing her in pain. But I remember that while she was in pain. And I was in emotional pain, I guess you could say, not, not emotional pain. I was just like, I was there in it with her, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we could not wait to meet the, one of the most important people in our life was our baby girl, Hope. And, and, and I can remember that uh, there was a purpose to her pain, all right? She, 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 my wife knew that she couldn't wait to hold her daughter in her arms and it made her pain. Watch this bearable because there was a purpose in it. And I will never, we'll never forget uh, that moment where we saw her come out and her first gasp and her, her first cry. Uh, uh, it, was, it was worth, come on y'all, watch this. It was worth the pain. It was worth the pain to birth uh, uh, our daughter or my wife to birth uh, our daughter. It was worth the pain, come on somebody, for Jesus to endure the cross and to endure the scourging and to endure the punishment because he knew the reward at the end of it, which was giving the whole world the opportunity for salvation and righteousness and to be forever and in eternity with God. Can I ask you, what pain are you going through right now? Maybe your pain feels unbearable, but I want to let you know that you can unlock joy deep down within you, even in the obstacle, even in the pain that you're going through. God is with you in the pain. So what pain are you going through? And let me tell you, as you invite Jesus Christ into that pain right now, God can bring about purpose within the pain. I face so many, so much pain in my life, almost unbearable pain. I shared last week in our, our, our talks about depression, how I didn't want to live anymore because of the pain that I had. But little did I know that as I invited God into my pain, he would use that pain to help other people who feel such pain in their life. Come on, somebody. God, don't waste the hurt. God used the rejection in my life. God used the pain of my parents not being there in my life and reconnecting with my parents. God used the pain of, of just all, all of the things that I've gone through in my life to shake me for ministry. Come on, y'all. God never wasted her. So maybe I'm talking to someone right now. You're in the midst of a relationship issue. 
you're, you're in the midst of an economic crisis right now and you feel pain. But I promise you, as you take joy and, and just anchor down right now and take joy, the joy of Christ Jesus and invite him into the pain, I promise you, he will never waste a hurt in your life. Come on, y'all. My, my third point is this. It says this, in, or it, it, I'll just say it like this. Um, you unlock uh, um, joy in your life when you realize that trials and tribulations are supposed to develop your character. It says it like this in uh, James chapter one, verse two, consider it pure joy. Write it down in the chat, pure joy. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and my sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, which is hard to do in the flesh, which is hard to do in your, your humanity, which requires Christ to do it with you. Let me tell you, some of you all think that Jesus don't know what pain is. You know, Jesus was absolutely, utterly rejected. He was even rejected by the 12, his most invaluable followers. He knows exactly what it is to be on, uh, in pain on a cross, feeling all alone, even, even his enemy fighting for his own clothes. Jesus knows what pain is. All right, so invite him to, into your pain. All right, it says this, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials and tribulations of many kinds, because you know that, that, that the testing of your faith, watch this, develops, right? Develops in the chat right now, develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its, its work so that you may be mature. See, well, let, me, let me tell you right now, character and maturity ain't sexy in this culture. You know what's sexy? It's talent, it's gifts. It's, it's all the outward. You remember what God told David or God told Samuel? He said, he told Samuel, because Samuel was looking at the, uh, 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 at the oldest son, Eliab. Remember that? And, and God told Samuel, God, you're, looking at the, you're looking at the outer person. Man looks at, uh, at the outer, right? But God sees the heart. So you know, you know, know what's awesome to God? Is your character more than your gifts? Oh, come on, somebody. I could preach on this all day long. Because in our culture and our world, on Instagram and on Facebook, and when you watch TV and even in the church, we worship the gifts a lot more than we do the, the development of our character. Let me tell you, your skills may get you to the top, but it's your heart, baby, that's going to keep you at the top, boo-boo. So God cares about your character, all right? God cares about your character. Let me see. And in the trials that you're facing today, the struggle that you're facing today is developing your character for tomorrow, is developing your strength for tomorrow. Let me finish the verse. It says this, the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. All right. So God desires that we have joy when we face trials because it develops who you and I are for the purposes of God. God has like Michelangelo, a chisel in his hand and God wants to take away all of the impurities of your life so that you can be the best you and be everything that God has called you to be. Let me ask someone this morning, you know that, joy, you know that the fruits of the spirit in Galatians 5.22 is, is love, joy, peace, kindness, patience, gentleness, and self-control. These attributes, these characteristics of the spirit is supposed to, watch this, is supposed to mark a believer. Can I ask you a question this morning? Have you forgotten joy in your life? It's a, it's a characteristic that is supposed to mark us as believers. I can 
honestly tell you that at times I feel like I've lost my joy and that's why I'm preaching this in my soul. Sometimes I, 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 I've misplaced it because my focus is somewhere else. All right, and I forget that God still wants to develop my character even in the middle of a crisis. Come on, boo-boo. God wants to develop your character in this season of your life to make, let me tell you, COVID is not gonna last forever. COVID is gonna, COVID's gonna go away. I believe it in the name of Jesus. God's gonna grant us a vaccination. Can I get a hallelujah? Come on. God is gonna grant us a vaccination one day. But you know, the, the part that kind of troubles me in my own life no, not troubles me, but would be scary as a scary thought. Is Michael, what did you learn? What did you learn out of it? Well, God, I didn't learn anything. Oh, come on, somebody. God wants to develop my joy in the process. You know, much much of the saints and much of the Bible from Old Testament to New Testament have struggled and, and have endured and have gone through affliction. But there is a joy. There's a joy in the midst of the trouble and tribulation that God wants us to develop within our character because happiness comes and goes and because emotions come and go. But watch this, joy, joy will never come and go so long as we uh, continue to pursue Christ himself. So uh, we unlock joy in our life when we understand that trials develop our character, all right? And last but not least, we develop joy in our life. We unlock joy in our life. Most importantly, watch this, is in the presence of God. The Bible says this, in the fullness of his presence is, my, is, is our joy. See, a lot of us right now, we, we may not be spending time with God enough. A lot of us, if we can be quite real, we're spending more time with the news all right, with Lester Holtz on channel four, you know what I'm saying, all right, or whoever it is. And we're listening, we know more of what's going on in the world than we do in the kingdom of God. You know that joy, watch this, according to Galatians 5, 22, it, how do you get joy? Watch this, how, how, do you, how do you, is it self-manufacture? Do I have to produce it myself? Watch this, when you spend time in the presence of God, because joy emanates from the presence of God. When you spend time with him, you leave with it. Come on, somebody. So maybe right now we need it, after this message, we need to spend some time with Christ so that we can have some joy and we may have some focus and we may see correctly in this time uh, that we're going through. I'll never forget a time. I will never forget uh, one, uh, uh, 2011, I went to, to the nation of Haiti, the poorest nation in the, con- in the Western Hemisphere. All right. And it was right after the major earthquake. I went a year, I believe a year or so later after the major earthquake in Haiti. And and going to Haiti, I seen the utter devastation. I mean, I seen collapsed structures and collapsed monuments. I seen uh, just collapsed uh, uh, government buildings, even collapsed cathedrals. I seen uh, uh, just uh, many families were collapsed, if you will, because of the earthquake. Many children were left as orphanage or orphans, excuse me. But uh, uh, being there, you're just kind of, wow, oh my gosh. But one of the most joyful times in my life was actually experiencing Haiti. And I'll never forget um, Haiti is a tropical island and, and right next to the, the, the Dominican Republic. And I'll never forget how humid it was in Haiti. All right, it was amazing. Uh, the, most bo- uh, uh, the most beautiful beaches I'd ever seen in my life. All right, it looked like paradise. But what gave me so much joy about Haiti is this is the most poorest people on, on the Western Hemisphere. 
Yet when I observed them and I watched them, they were still singing. They still had a smile on their face. I remember Sundays when I would go to church. It was, it was hot and humid. No AC, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But they wore their Sunday best. I felt bad because as, uh, as people from America, we, we didn't look as good as them when they went to church. I remember that when they, when they were in church, when we were in church, they were singing and they were smiling and they were laughing. I remember when the offering plates came. Uh, this is the poorest nation in the Western Hemisphere. I remember when the offering plates came, you, you started to hear a dink and a dink, all right? Because they were still giving. I, I remember that the, that the nation was rocked by this earthquake. But let me tell you, their faith, their joy was not rocked by the earthquake, at least the Christians in that nation. Let me tell you right now, God does not want you to be uh, rocked by this pandemic. Come on, y'all. God wants you to have joy in his presence right now. It's okay. You don't, just because everyone else feels wacko or weird or scared or frightened, watch this. You, that's not you. You're a child of the most high God and God wants you to have developed joy and unlock joy. The joy of the Lord, the Bible says, is your strength. Come on, somebody. All right, even in, even in weak times, even in difficult times, it's the joy of the Lord that helps you have strength to endure what you're going through in this season of your life. All right. I wanna take a moment to pray for some of us right now because we feel like we've lost our joy. And in the political arena, we've in the what's happening in politics, what's happening with mask or no mask, when is church going to open, when is it not going to open, with uh, just the election, with all of these things that are happening, it's caused us to unfocus. Come on, y'all. But we need to focus right here because the word of God gives us strength. The presence of God gives us joy. The word of God gives us joy. And we need to refocus our eyes on him uh, through what we're going through today. Amen. Amen. So what's joy is significant to the soul. We need joy to to endure. We need joy. Uh, We need a smile on our face. All right. It's a characteristic of being a believer. Why? Because we have the most beautiful blessings in Christ. Our names are written in heaven. Our, Our sins have been completely forgiven. We have access to God. That should give us some joy. Come on, somebody. These are things, this is like our hideki. These are some things that are deep down within this, our soul that the enemy cannot take or rob or mistreat. Come on, y'all. The devil can't steal our joy. Don't let the pandemic make your faith petty in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. I pray that it blessed you. It's so vital to do life together. That's why I would love to invite you to the Calling Church. Bring a friend. We will love to meet you. Also, stay connected to our church via our website, the Calling Church app, or our social media. God bless you.